So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's done. He recorded people trying to urinate in my bathroom. That's the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Wrestling Out. Look at the notorious Vince Russo right there, man, with the absolute. Hey, don't give up, make faces like that, you a <laughs> hole. You control that. Control that, Mike. Mikey, right there, a really, baby. A really good segue. You know, bro, I've been doing a show with him for, I don't we've been doing the show forever. I don't even call him Mike. Out of respect. Do I ever call you Mike? No. EC. My, my parents don't call me Mike. EC2. Agnes. They don't call yeah. me Mike. Yeah. Nobody calls me Mike. Mike is- well, speaking of Mike, there's someone who did call you Mike very, uh, mm. uh, <laughs> with a lot of uh, uh, hostility and a lot of passion. Why? He was calling you Mike. His, uh, it is Patrick Clark, the Velveteen Dream. He went to TikTok oh. for a response video of the uh, one of the most buzzing topics of the past couple of weeks was uh, the interesting uh, information that you divulged on a previous episode of the uh, Wrestling Outlaws as far as uh, him being at a party. And on his TikTok, he said, you know, he talked about uh, a line, a white line. He said a whole bunch of other things there. Now, EC3, what yeah. is your response to uh oh patrick clark the velveteen dream airing his side of what happened based on what he heard from the sheets well the sheets of course well with the sheets only one sheet asked for response to a video i did not know existed despite the fact i do follow him among 2500 other things on instagram that i don't look at nor would ever bother to even check out because followers they don't, re- they don't mean endorsements. But uh, concerning this, I did write a statement, a very professional one, and I even made it a little graph, a graphic to be shared. So I sent that to Mike Johnson of the PWI Insider who asked me for a comment. He'd say, I would understand why you, you wouldn't want to, so don't bother. And I said, well, why wouldn't I? Because I only tell the truth. And the truth is the following statement I've written. In life, I forgive everyone for everything that has been done to me. I personally have never failed a drug test from any employer, nor ever. I have never been arrested for drug usage, drug paraphernalia, assault, battery, biting, or any lewd or inappropriate behavior. My forgiveness though, I extend to Patrick Clark for setting up a video recording device in the bathroom of my home. As far as any other accusations and allegations against him, I hope that he finds the help that he needs. Mike, 
Mike. Mike. Really, what else can I say? Let me just dust off my three-line shirt there. What else can I possibly even say or bother to address? It's done. He recorded people trying to urinate in my bathroom. That's the truth. He Why would I mean that? He disputes a, it. A peepee. A peepee phone. A peepee phone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Peepee phone. I'm the victim, Vince, and you're making jokes. Sorry. The nerd. I'm sorry. It's okay because I'm not a victim and nobody's a victim. Things happen to people. That happened to me. You asked me a question regarding this man who I haven't thought about in many years, and that story came to mind. WWE employees thanked me for telling that story out loud, so there is no thought of bringing him back to the company from those said employees. I do disregard what dirt sheets report. I believe they say what caught him was the, um, the urination story, and WWE knew about it. WWE knowing about it does not mean top people or people in high levels of employment in that company know about anything. I doubt any high-level employee knew that existed, short of the some wrestlers it took place with and the couple of people I brought it to the attention of who said, eh, and I said, I'm an adult. I don't care. I can handle this. So therein lies my response. Well, there you go. There you go. Just go fishing. What else do you want to know? Go fishing, me? I, uh, hey, look, I man, I've always got, I've always got my line and and uh, real ready, my man. <clears throat> yeah. Fish, Let me ask you this, Mike. Fishing line. Oh no, that no, not the white line. As you were, as you were accused. Let me ask you. Let say, me ask uh, you. Let, listen. Let's be honest. You know. Uh, let's be honest, please. We're, white we're powder. Adults. White we're powder. Here's a problem. I. Here's a problem. Here's a problem. I always. There, I notice with a lot of you know my critics and you know my so-called enemies, I notice that there's always a difference in my story compared to their story. Okay, but I also know I've got to say this. I also know some of those people that I'm talking about had drug issues and had alcohol issues. So it blows my mind how, bro, you had drug and alcohol issues and you can remember what happened 30 years ago? Like, really? I never had drug or alcohol issues ever. So I may forget things because of old age, but not because I was ever under any kind of influence or anything, or I've I've fried half my brain cells on pills and whatever. Here's my point, bro. There was definitely partying that night. I'm not going to say it was white powder, but, but, but bro, come on. There was beer drinking. It's safe to say there was beer drinking, right? Oh, I would have definitely assumed there was beer drinking. Alcohol there was drinking. drinking. There was alcohol, right? There was all sorts of paraphernalia and narcotics. I would assume it was a downtown night in Orlando. Florida. Okay, well, with, with that being said... Can, yes. can can both accounts of the story be a little cloudy because maybe both in, individuals weren't 100% sharp that night? No, I was 100% sharp that night because no matter how much alcohol you have in life, you do not forget the fact you walk into a restroom to see a camera recording looking directly at the toilet. So, no, there is no cloudiness about okay. that. 
and all the, the accusations of uh, confusion about who he was and we're not friends. It's just, it's childish banter. It's very unfortunate. And I'm very sorry he's going through such a hard time, especially with the law and obvious drug issues that um, he was arrested for. So if we can all just band together and uh, forgive him for those, and you know what, it's your choice if you want to forgive him for anything else he's alleged of or accused of, that's on you. I, myself, forgive Patrick for everything he's ever done or said about me. And I also forgive each and every comment on social media from each and every person who attacked me, threatened to kill me, doxed me, and harassed me over something that I just told the truth about. I forgive you as well. I forgive everyone for everything. So you received threats because you shared Shockingly, that. I did. Whoa. <laughs> Not many, but enough to go, well, that's not nice. Hmm. And what did the threats say? Like, what what, what type of well, threats? Were, it? Was it advocating Patrick Clark? Is, is that what he was? Watch back kind of stuff. I mean, you know, very simple-minded promo material like we witnessed earlier with the promo I watched cut on hmm. TikTok. Very run-of-the-mill, easy, low-brained, insulting, and harassing. Well, that's par for the course when it comes to many wrestling fans, uh, unfortunately. Well, so. let's, I mean, let's look at a YouTube comment about anything and yeah, yeah. be honest. They're not saying the best in the brightest. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So this is this going to lead to a big angle? Or is this going to be oh, a worked shoot? If this was, yes, the worked shoot, the proverbial worked shoot, let us be honest about anything and what this industry sorely lacks is the fact there is reality involved and there is dramatics and there is taking sides and there's wanting to see something happen or so baffled by what is happening, you can't wait to see what's next. And is that what is missing in wrestling? You tell me. Well, do you want to edge of their seats and there's more interactions and comments and critiques about this reality-based or reality for real than in just about anything that uh, the proverbial great minds of wrestling can conjure you, up and put out television entertainers. Yes, do Vince. You, do you want to formally right here invite him to uh, control your narrative? Do you want to I, throw that formal invitation out there? Is, here's the thing. Yeah, I've been, you know, the narrative is about redeeming yourself, becoming the person you're supposed to be. Uh, Come at, oh, don't let me finish. Redeeming yourself, becoming the person you're supposed to be, reinventing yourself for whatever you want, the creative platform for you know, entertainment and freedom and things of that nature. The one thing is, though, and for some reason, there's another lie told about me that would boil down to some sort of political nonsense and about, oh, that makes us misogynistic and homophobic and racist. There are some things I will accept in life that deserve redemption. Those being, hey, I had the wrong opinion and people don't like me. Well, you are free to speak it here. I don't know if I agree with you and I don't care if I agree with you. Here's a platform to say it. Say it if you want. Deal with the consequences, they're on you. And then there's people can have banter and diatribes about that and maybe find a conclusion. But what I cannot do is forgive things that are so plaguing this culture and this world today that have been accused. Because even accusation in this moment would lead to being declared guilty. Now, I don't know if he was guilty of any of the things, but if it comes down to anything involving children or minors, if it comes down to anything involving 
homophobia or racism or misogyny. I will not accept it. Control Your Narrative cannot accept it because that is not who we are. That is not what we promote. So in hindsight, am I inviting him to control your narrative? No, because of the allegations of interactions with a minor that were lewd. So I can't do that, Vince. Though, if it was another time and he was another person and he was proven innocent of these charges, then if by proven innocent, perhaps we can talk one day. But in this moment, the accusations are enough to say, no, I can't have that. I think you are afraid uh, that he may you that he may use the PP phone as a foreign object in the match against you. How about that? How about that? How about he uses the PP phone? How about he takes the PP phone out of his pants, cracks you in the skull with it? One, two, three, it's over, bro. It's over. And he says, "There's your PP phone, Mike. There's your PP phone. What a finish, Chris! Classic Russo. Classic Russo handed gold, golden <laughs> reality based. Like, yes." I mean, quality promo i just gave about who we are and what we yes. are on the spot like in the moment emotion yes. you know and then like here's my great idea let's add a pp phone yes i know who. yeah that's the one that makes it good that's why i have to defend you ka-ching ec3 yes. just, just, oh, just yeah. think about it it, yeah. it would do more now it would do bigger numbers for you. There's, your, there's your pp survivor series 98 missing the rock oh they turned on him i get the right the, the rock is the bad guy and then he gets hit in the head with a pp phone yes you know what? greatest mo creative moment ruined by a piss joke by a piss. yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I hear you. I, I hear you, EC three. I hear you, man. It, it, it makes sense. So if the allegations clear up, and you and you and you search on Google, there's no public record of these allegations being true. Does Patrick Clark? Does the lights go off on a CYN show, and the lights pop back on, and holding a mic is Patrick Clark? Is he holding mic or is he holding a mic? He's holding. Oh, man. <laughs> hold on. I'm hold on for that. Wait a minute. He's holding. He's holding a he's holding a mic. He's he's shooting. He's 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 What's shooting. Up, Doc, what you I, what you threw me off was if I go to Google.com, like I can't trust Google. It's like, hey, Why don't you go to I, Google for public records. I went to Wikipedia. And it said he was innocent. Well, then, but you know what? Hey, it's probably wrong because the internet lies. Wikipedia now, if there was a sworn affidavit from a county court or a Supreme Court, or there was some law, a binding agreement that with 100% fact and honesty and no doubt about it, this man's record is clean of anything lewd and inappropriate with a child nor anything else I mentioned, then yes, there is a very good chance the lights could dim as Mike stands in the ring alone, unknowing who or what is behind him. What could it be? Mm. Here to the left, he looks. Here to the right, sees nothing but darkness. But then, of course, in the great skyline appears the color purple. Purple rises from the mist and hidden in space. In Mike's face is now a purple haze. And then it says, what does it say? Hold on for me. It was all a dream. 
And then boom, lights come on. There he is holding Mike by the throat for the twisty DDT thing he used to do. Drops me, place goes crazy, grabs live Mike, not me because I'm dead and knocked out because I took that DDT and says his piece. Then yeah, that could probably happen based on legalities. Sure. Very yeah. nice. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Hey, the Google search that I remind you of, it's public record. All that stuff is public record. So you can find out of, uh, you can find public record. If, if document in hand. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a master's degree in criminal justice with a specialization in behavioral science. 4.0 GPA. You know, Chad Gable talks about a four, a master's with a 4.0. I had a 4.0 with a criminal justice. So I'm very familiar with, with this okay, stuff. Then, okay. comes then actually, yes. Yeah, sorry. You've got the 4.0. Then yeah. I would oh, thank you. you. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, man, I think you should. I think you should do it, man. I think you should check the public record. I, I, I mean, you can even call. You can. It's FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. You can actually. There's FOIA departments for every police. Uh, 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 every police, you know, department. So you can get FOIA, request it. You can find out all that stuff. And uh, if he's free and clear, you just cut a heck of a promo to set up a really good money match, man. So uh, I'm getting Vince Russo. Are you going to come in as a consultant to help? Oh, I would love that. I'm definitely, man. Hey, listen, I hope, listen, I don't know this guy. Uh, I saw the video. Very good looking young man. He's got great teeth, bro. Like, the guy's got phenomenal yeah. teeth. Impeccable teeth. I yeah, hope, I mean, seriously, man. I, 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 hope th- I hope those things aren't true. I mean, because this, this kid could have a very, very, very bright future ahead of him. You know what I, I mean? Agree. I, so I hope, I hope, I hope everything turns out okay for him. I was a big fan of the Velveteen Dream character in NXT. I think he was phenomenal. I think it was very, very great. And I think it was an opportunity. <clears throat> I think they missed out on the opportunity to make him world champion. But here's the thing with you, EC3, I think this is perfect. Well, hey, hold on, Featherstone. To be a world champion, it has to be more than just on screen. You have to be able to handle yourself backstage. And that's my, well, hold on. Hunter, finally file drug test. Maybe we can yes, trust and that's what I was going to ask you: is is it what, was he not champion because of his uh, actions behind the the scene? Is that what stopped him from being champion? I don't know if that's exactly what, but it certainly didn't help him. Gotcha. It certainly didn't help. But like, I can't tell you what the six year booking plan was, and sometimes things change on the fly. You'd be yeah. put in a position. You know, actually, we should do that. Because, I mean, he had to run towards the top, but I would say that thought was probably a lot less likely based on behavior and antics of backstage nature. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's a five-dimensional industry, guys. Not the two dimensions you think you know and the one you really just kind of do. Vince, how important was a backstage, um, was conducting yourself you know, and having decorum backstage, how important was that to determining someone who can run the, you know, bro, it's very important because, uh, EC three will tell you, bro, there's always somebody looking to bury you. And if you give somebody a little crack, bro, there's somebody there. That's going to take that crack and drive a Mack truck through it. And you're over. I saw it happen a million, million, million times. And you don't have to even be guilty. Mm. Could be an accusation, could be a rumor. There's going to be somebody that doesn't like you, bro. And that's that's all that's needed. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
for to run the top bill and be the person everyone looks to, yes. But also, like we just talked about with some crazy scenarios, if there's money to be made, yeah. anything's possible. And That's if it was true. the best, if it was such a good business decision that it was worth the risk, then it would have happened. And obviously that was not the case either. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. <clears throat> All right. Sports Kita, uh, right oh, now. Hey, I'm sorry. I, like, because I never saw the video until it was half playing when I jumped on here. Like, was he trying to make fun of me for hanging out with babes and having a cool place? Everyone likes. Like, with women. And... Everybody loves this dude, and he rocks and hangs with hot babes. Like, yeah, he what? said he kind of had a, like a babe of the night. He made it sound like he had a babe of the night, bro, back in the day. I'll be honest. Hey, and this is for the exact short second clips in YouTube shorts. I had a very good run. There you go. Very good run. All right. So now, now I'm I'm absent. So okay. Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. Senior retention. There Look you go. it up. It's not with Google though. Okay, not with Google. <laughs> the most public, uh, the, the most public uh, search <laughs> engine. Yeah, non Google. Yeah, they pretty much own. They own. Yes, they own lives at this they point. Own, <laughs> they own information. Yes, a, indeed. Having a better run than me. Got kind of messy and Taker almost got hurt. Goldberg was knocked out. I remember, you know, just seeing Goldberg's face and it's like, so, just so mad at himself. Let's go traveling down memory lane. Uh, the Saudi experience EC3 was a part of being a part of uh, involved in the biggest battle royal ever in super showdown in 2018 uh, uh, what do you think I, about mensor winning that match good i hope he got a big trophy for it because it's cyn if you win the battle royal you get a trophy but the fact is everybody gets a trophy in the cyn battle royal because it's a participation battle royal for myself what does it feel to have mansoor have win such an epic match if i recall that match i think I tried to get out of it so fast that you didn't even see I was in it, so I could just collect the check and hide. I was also personally, On purpose. The, yeah, I was personally the most miserable I've ever been. Uh, every day was a nightmare. Uh, super, probably brain damage from concussions at the time, where everything was depression. The one good thing about being on the flights, the international, is you get to bond with the boys, and you know you hang out. You're 12, 14, 18 hours in the air. You know, kicking back some JD, sharing war stories, music's good, playing cards, it's it's the best. Bro, do you get a separate check for that EC3? You know, do you, do you we get did, I believe we did, yes. Okay, I'm just I mean, curious. That, yeah, that plane ride I was looking forward because I'm, you know, one of the boys and I'm, I was so miserable. I slept the entire, like 18 hours and we get there and it's just, I had no interest in life, let alone caring about that match and, you know, that's, just depression talking at the time. Yeah, we do it. Mansoor wins. Good for him. I do remember the flight back because I believe that was the same show where Goldberg and Undertaker wrestled. Mm -hmm. I recall, and that was kind of a 
Goldberg got concussed twice, and then it was just kind of like an epic match, but it didn't go according to like great standards per se. And it was, you know, it got kind of messy and Taker almost got hurt. Goldberg was knocked out. And I remember on the plane, like how this affects guys that are, you know, even at the very top of their game or have been to the top mountain, like a performance that you're not satisfied with. And then 18 hours to think about it alone in the darkness. I remember, you know, just seeing Goldberg's face and it's like, so just so mad at himself. And I know he took a lot of things personally, especially when it came to being in the ring, but like, dude, you, you made it so many times already. You know, you're such a success. No one's going to remember that, like the mess ups, you know, like be happy with who you are, be happy with the career. But I remember just like him being really upset. And I'm like, well, I mean, if it happens to guys at that top level, of course, it's going to happen to guys like me. And it's going to happen to anybody in life that you, if you love or are competitive and you don't meet your own standards, you're going to be depressed and miserable. How, was he by himself a lot during that flight or did he interact at all? He he got up and we would interact. And I think Drew McIntyre and I went over there and started rapping with him, just talking about anything that wasn't wrestling hmm. because sometimes that's nice. You know, just having a gentlemanly conversation. Yeah, yeah. But he was in the front of the plane, I was in the back, and, you know, he was cordial and very inviting when he was around. That's good. Yeah, who else was on that plane? It wasn't a plane ride, ride from hell, but... Uh, oh, it wasn't, I mean, <laughs> define hell, because... <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, flight attendants probably felt the, the yeah. heat. They yeah. very cute. But, uh... Nothing out of the world on the plane or, you know, just the usual suspects were on it. I don't think Taker and Vince were on it, but everybody else was. They took private? Yeah, they probably hopped in Vince's jet. I was not in the plane ride that got stuck in Saudi, though. So I have no yeah. recollection that I wasn't there. Yeah, I was, I was trying I, to wonder. As much, I'd love to have a firsthand experience of that and tell you all about it. Mm -hmm. I was not on that, so unfortunately I can't spill those beans, but maybe... uh. Somebody can write me something like I was, and then I'll just read it. Later. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I guess my last thought on on the Goldberg situation was: uh, Do you think would you like to see, or would you be interested in seeing another match in WWE EC3 from Goldberg? Or should in he this, just hang it up all, all together? In this stage, in this moment, like sometimes when we fantasy book these like crazy good ideas, like, yeah, you, you want to see it because you love the presentation, you love the idea of the character, or you hate the presentation, you hate the idea of the character, and you pay money to boo it. But, you know, all the aesthetics and the... Dude, I was talking to my barber about this the other day, who's not a huge wrestling fan, but he's talking about, man, like sometimes I just like to watch the entrances, man. Oh, yeah, Goldberg's entrance is sweet. So I can get the appeal. I think if they keep it condensed, like the last match that ever made me stand out my chair and go, holy, was uh, him and Brock in Canada that one time because they literally went a minute and a half and it was awesome. Like that's a five star match, if you ask me, because it had me out of my chair going, what? Yeah. But in this moment, in this time, <clears throat> I feel those guys too put such a, such a high level of expectation for perfection on them 
when physically, you know, you're 55, man, like you can't do what you used to do and to try to conform and work to a style that's infected the industry and, you know, the, the same bubble we're all working in. They try to do that too, because they see that's what's getting reactions or they're in the locker room and that's how everyone's acting. Well, we just want to see your best of hits. And as long as you nail those hits, we are going to be super happy. I'll go watch the Rolling Stones play five songs and be totally content. They play the five I like, you know? Mm-hmm. Would I want to see it? Eh, I don't know. Humility and hubris and just a pat on the back to the team for doing a good job, but eyes on the prize, let's keep moving forward, is the only way to succeed. Because the yeah. second you wag, the second you make up number, and you like you flaunt it around, you're first off, and it's going to come back and get you. And from my limited experience promoting in a sense like somebody tried to sabotage our initial show in dallas so much so that somebody started a vicious crazy dumb internet rumor that was politically motivated and just the most asinine thing possible to thwart our show because we're running the show in the same day in the same venue as them and they asked the venue to move us and the venue asked us and we said no and then the venue said, no, we really do it. We kind of messed up. We'll give you the building for free a different day. And I still said, no, we're not going to move. We're not moving for anybody. We're not even a thing yet. We're not even, we're an unproven. So then next day there's vicious rumors scattered online and everyone believes them because everyone's an idiot. And so we go to that day and that show and on that show, our show outdrew their show. Did I go online bragging about it? No. Did I go online bragging about the fact that fans from their show were coming into our show and having a great time? No. Did I brag about the fact that the bartenders on that show were making no money, so they came over to help out the bartenders on on our show and they made money? No, I didn't need to because I was happy we had a successful night, but I also know there's probably going to be a show or two where we're not going to do well. And the second we brag about one win, our next loss is going to be 10 times worse than that win ever will be. I don't know. That just seems smart. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to stay humble. Absolutely. Well, speaking of humble, two of them. Most... We kicked their ass. <laughs> Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have two of the most humble people on the screen. EC3, Vince Russo. I'm waiting for one of you to chuckle because you probably don't think about that in yourself. But I do. Both of you are cool people. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Vince Russo, let them know about the brand, my man. Channelattitude.com, bro. I want to, I want to, I want to EC3 to tell him he's got some stuff happening, bro. T- tell him what's going on, man. What's going on on uh, Channel Attitude, EC3? On Channel Attitude, no, no, what's going on with Control Your Narrative? That's that's, oh, man, that's like, let's talk about the one thing I know that's consistent in my life, and that's Papa Vince Russo and me chatting every week, having deep emotional discussions involving business life women you know the whole nine yards religion sometimes too but you know we always turn it back to stupid pro wrestling uh for me personally well you know control your narrative took a a drastic change i was always on the road for slow growth we got a lot coming at once that was probably unmanageable for a business in its infancy and that's okay because it provided a great experience to learn from and now how i can see and envision what this product can and should be uh, we will have a bunch of co-branded shows coming up with promotions in uh, Canada, in Texas, in Oklahoma, in North Carolina, in Tennessee. So those are all dates I'm confirming in the next couple of days. Controlyournarrative.com, at the real EC3. 
That's it, man. You know to find me. Ladies and gentlemen, EC3, Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, The Wrestling Outlaws. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Hello. So